درس from Psalm 37 قراءتنا كانت من مزمور 37 At the beginning it seems that David is having problems of a particular nature مشاكل من نوع معين ومحدد Fret not yourself because of evil doers Fret not yourself because of evil uh, doers. Uh, here are the wicked. Their portion in life sometimes, frequently, appears to be easy. The wicked appear to be prosperous, misdehreen, untroubled, ma'andun mashakil while believers seem to face trials and uh, difficulties. Asaph faced the same problem, and he wrote of it in Psalm 73, and the first few verses. Let's read the, the whole psalm, actually, but let's read the first few verses. Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had almost slipped, for I was envious of the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Back in Psalm 37, the Lord says to David, Don't be worried. Don't fret yourself because of evil doers. Don't be filled with a kind of anguish in your mind, a kind of turmoil in your soul. Don't be envious uh, of them and of their sinful ways. Don't think that there's something wrong going on. Because they will soon be cut down like the grass and wither like the green herb. That's one thing to keep uh, uh, in mind. What I want you to do is I want you to trust in me. What I want you to do is I want you to delight yourself in me, to commit your way to me, verses 3, 4, and 5. What I want you to do is to rest in me. To rest in me, verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked devices to pass. Rest in the Lord. Let's remember, first of all, that the Bible has a good deal to say about this subject of rest and some things that we sometimes forget. Turn with me to Exodus 20, first of all. This is the Ten Commandments, Exodus 20, and let's read verses 9 through 11. خروج 20 والعدد من 9 إلى 11. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, uh, uh, thou nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, 
nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested on the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Turn with me to Leviticus 25, and we want to read two passages there. Leviticus 25, and first of all, verses 3 and 4. Lawiyin 25, wa al-adid 3 4. Six years thou shalt sow thy field, and six years shalt thou prune thy vineyard, and gather in the fruit thereof. But in the seventh year shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land, a Sabbath for the Lord. Thou shalt neither sow thy field, nor prune thy vineyard. So every seventh year was a year of rest, as far as the land was concerned, and as far as man was concerned. Now, how many people do you know, how many towns, countries, societies do you know, where there is a year of rest every seven years? Every seven years. Uh, uh, if, If you were to think of that taking place Somewhere in this world that we live in, somehow it, it just doesn't fit. Uh, it, it doesn't seem to have uh, a place. Uh, look at uh, Leviticus 25 and verses 11 and 12. Uh, 11 and 12. A jubilee shall that fiftieth year be unto you. Ye shall not sow, neither reap that which grows of itself uh, in it, nor gather in the grapes of thy vine unpruned. For it is the jubilee, it shall be holy unto you. Ye shall eat the increase thereof out of the field. The fiftieth year was a uh, special year of, uh, uh, of rest. Uh, going back to Exodus 33, and verse 14, uh, uh, Exodus 33 and verse 14, um, uh, the Bible says, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. Look at Numbers chapter 10 and verse 33, Adad The Bible says, They departed from the Mount of the Lord three days' journey, and the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went before them in the three days' journey to search out a resting place for them. To search out a resting place uh, for them. Uh, The land of Cana was supposed to be a land not where they would do nothing, but on the other hand, It was supposed to be a land that flowed with milk and honey, a land where they experienced a certain measure of rest, certainly compared to what they had known before that in the wilderness and what they had known before that in the land of Egypt. Deuteronomy chapter 11 and verses 11 and 12. uh, 12. Actually, let's go back to verse 10. Deuteronomy 11 and beginning with verse 10. For the land to which thou goest in to possess it, 
is not as the land of Egypt, from where ye came out, where thou sowed thy seed, and watered it with thy foot, as a garden of herbs. Now, what does it mean, you watered it with your foot? All right? In a country like Egypt, how do you get water to your fields? It doesn't rain there. Now, there's the Nile River. And the Nile River floods. And that's very important as far as Egypt is concerned. But, in order to make use of this flooding, what do people do in those days and to this day? You have to dig certain ditches and canals and things like that. And so you water your land. It's true that you don't create. Uh, it's, not, it's true that the river brings the water, but you work to benefit from this water. Versus what? Compared to what? Let's keep going in Deuteronomy 11 and verse 11 now. But the land to which you go to possess it is a land of hills and valleys. A land which drinks in the water of the rain of heaven. A land which the Lord your God cares for. The eyes of the Lord your God are always upon it. From the beginning of the year even unto the end of uh, the year. And so, in that land, they were supposed to experience rest, and among other things, the rest of the seventh year, every seven years, the rest of the jubilee year, uh, now one of the things that we understand from the Old Testament is that pretty soon they didn't keep these commandments. And they didn't keep a whole bunch of other commandments. And they were very far away from uh, the Lord. And guess what? When we are far away from the Lord, usually one of the things that we experience, among other things, no rest. No uh, rest. Uh, when we're far away from the Lord, that's when there's turmoil and confusion uh, and discouragement. The Bible tells us you will keep him in perfect peace. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusts in thee. Uh, remember that one of God's children, uh, prominent in uh, the Bible, has a name which means rest. And that is Noah. Noah. Genesis 5, verses 28 and 29 says that Lamech begot a son, and he called his name Noah. And he said, the same will comfort us. The name Noah means rest. Now the flood was a very difficult time. And I don't think that you or I would want to change places with Noah. But the name Noah means at rest. And somehow or the other, I think that conveys to us that Noah was at rest in the ark. I'm not saying that he was sleeping and doing nothing, all right? 
That's not what I, what I mean. Uh, that's not what I mean. There were certainly many things that he needed to do in the ark. But think of the storm that was taking place outside. A massive storm unlike one that the earth has ever seen had ever seen up to that point in time, things will happen in the end times. Of course, not a flood, because the Lord said, I'm not going to send the same flood. But if you think of what was going on outside, what was going on outside, Noah was at rest. Noah was uh, at uh, rest. Rest in the Lord. Rest in the Lord. Think of the things that are mentioned in this passage. Thank you very much. Rabbi Nawar Aleiki. Rabbi Nawar Aleiki. Fret not yourself. Okay, rest in the Lord. Uh, but remember, it's not the first command. Uh, a number of things are mentioned uh, before that. Fret not uh, uh, yourself. Uh, don't keep thinking of people who are wicked and uh, prosperous. Listen, if you look for such people, you will find them. And if you look well, you'll probably find a large number. And they might be all around, up, down, left, right. They might be your neighbor, here, there, above, below, your relative in some way, your boss. Uh, your Heavenly Father knows about uh, such things. Uh, the Bible tells us we're supposed to have a different treasure. The Bible tells us don't lay up for yourselves treasures upon the earth. Keep for yourselves what? Treasures in heaven. Treasures in uh, heaven. To envy the wicked is foolishness. As I said, uh, verse 2, they will soon be uh, cut down. Asaph mentions that as well in Psalm 73. You've set them in slippery places. The time will come when they will fall to uh, destruction. When they will fall to uh, destruction. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 that we should not look at the things that are seen, but rather look at the things that are unseen. Trust in the Lord. If I trust in the Lord Jesus Christ for my eternity. How long is eternity? How long is eternity? It's, it's, it's almost a foolish question. If I trust in the Lord Jesus for my eternity, should I not be able to trust in him for this limited time where I am here uh, upon uh, this earth? The Bible says, uh, in 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 19, those who suffer should commit themselves to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. Into thy hands I commit my spirit. Psalm 31 and verse 5. We know it much more uh, in a much more familiar way as the statement of the Lord Jesus upon uh, the cross. 
It is a quotation, Psalm 31 and verse 5, Into thy hands I commit my, uh, my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of uh, truth. Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 12, uh, I am not ashamed, because I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Trust in the Lord and do good. So that this trust is an active trust. في ثقة وإيمان لكن إيمان فاعل. Trust in the Lord and do, uh, and do uh, good. Here is my neighbor, a wicked person. He's doing very well. And all I do is sit there and look at him. <clears throat> uh, why is he doing so well when he is so wicked? <laughs> do something. Trust in the Lord and do uh, good. Uh, and do good. The Bible tells us he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And what does this tree do? It brings forth fruit in its season. And its leaf does not uh, uh, wither, uh, uh, wither. A tree filled with fruit. Uh, filled with fruit. The fruit, what does it do? With some trees, when they're filled with fruit, it actually bends the branches. And the fruit is closer to others. And they benefit from it uh, uh, more. Or do we want to be like the fig tree which the Lord Jesus Christ cursed? Remember the fig tree that had leaves but no fruit. But no uh, fruit. Trust in the Lord and do good. You will dwell in the land. There will be a place for you. And verily you will be uh, fed. Delight yourself in uh, the Lord. Uh, Psalm 89 and verse 1, of course, the book of Psalms is filled with such statements. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. With my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness to all uh, generations. I will remember that I have a heavenly Father, all whose ways are just and true. I will remember that his promises are sure. I will remember that his mercy is rich. I will remember that his love is tender, that his arm is powerful. And I will remember, remember that this God is our God, as it says in Psalm 48, and I believe it's verse uh, 14, this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even until death. Asaph said at the end of Psalm 73, Psalm 73 and verse 26, My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart, and he is my portion forever. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yes, that means that I can have. Three helicopters, two aircraft carriers, ten houses, and fifteen cars. No, that's not what it means. When I'm in the right mind, my desires are not in that direction, but my desires are rather to do the will of the Lord and to please Him 
to live for him and glorify uh, him. And the Lord should be uh, our uh, delight at all times. Uh, at all times. There is a denial of self that the Bible speaks of, taking up our cross. But there is also a delight in the Lord. Fret not because of evildoers. Trust uh, in the Lord. Delight in him. Commit your way unto him. How many times do we allow ourselves to be much occupied and often in a negative way with things which are not in our control, with things which are not in our uh, uh, control. Uh, what should I do about this thing which is not in my control? What a foolish question. It is not in my control. <laughs> and therefore, what I should do with it is nothing. What I should do is leave it in the Lord's hands. In fact, I should leave all things in his hands. Leave all things in uh, his uh, hands. Uh, what does it say in the same uh, psalm? And a little bit later on, verses 23 and 24, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Uh, the Lord is a very good planner. He's a very good uh, planner. You know how developing countries sometimes make these plans. Five-year plans. Ten-year plans. Fifty-year uh, plans. And uh, often nothing is implemented. Not even the first day plan. But anyway, uh, the Lord has a wisdom far, far beyond your wisdom and far, 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 far beyond my wisdom. Why should Joseph suffer? God has a plan. Why should Stephen suffer? Because they went everywhere preaching the word after that, and also because they laid their garments at the feet of a young man whose name was Saul. There was uh, a plan. There was uh, a plan. And sometimes we have no idea whatsoever what that plan is. Many times we don't know. With Joseph it became apparent. With Stephen, perhaps we can say, oh, because of this and that consideration, why did the Lord allow James, the brother of John, to be killed with a sword? I can't come up with an answer in the same way as I did for the other things which I just mentioned, other than to say that as believers lived faithfully, they were a witness and a testimony to the truth. And the name of the Lord was glorified. And the Bible says, be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. I was reading, I was telling someone about Fox's Book of Martyrs, and I was reading uh, some things about it and about that subject. Someone said, suppose we talk to those who have died for the faith in heaven right now, 
we have the opportunity to speak to them and ask them, do you regret that you lived in such a way that you had to pay that price? And the person who was speaking of this, of course, I'm not having any such conversations myself, and I don't think you are, but the person who was speaking said that I believe they would tell us they do not regret at all, at all, that they lived faithfully and that they laid down their life, that they laid down their life. So, God has a plan. Do we see it? Do we know it? Sometimes we see parts of it. Sometimes we see uh, uh, parts of it. Sometimes we see very little of it. You know what they say about icebergs, that there's always a large amount under the water that uh, you don't uh, see. The secret things belong to the Lord our God. Uh, commit your way to him. Walk in what you know. As it says, Deuteronomy 29 and verse 9, the revealed things belong unto us and to our children forever. Why? So that we may do all the words of this law. Commit your way unto uh, the Lord. He will bring it uh, to pass. Uh, he will bring it uh, to pass. Uh, yesterday I uh, did something that I do relatively frequently. Uh, students who have taken classes with me, especially the good ones, many of them are, when they finish at the university, they are applying. They apply to universities abroad, and they go and they do a master's, or they go and they do a PhD, and so there was a good student, good student, who took a class with me a year ago. She contacted me. Her name is Nora. She wrote me an email on Wednesday. She told me, can you write a recommendation for me? Uh, she's applying to Oxford University in, uh, in England. Excellent place. Excellent place. Anyway, so I told her what I usually tell uh, uh, students. Uh, she said it has to be done by Sunday. That is today. So I wrote back to her and I told her, yes, of course, recommendations for good students are the really a you know, in some way, it's a nice thing to write. It's an easy thing to write because uh, you can say the best things about them and it's all, you know, uh, easy to, 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 to say. But still, one is busy with so many things and, and, and uh, not so efficient. So, so what do I say to her? And I said this to other students. I always say it in one form or the other. I told her, if I haven't done it by Saturday then write to me and remind me so that you'll make sure that I'll do it on Saturday before the deadline on Sunday. All right? I tell students, as the deadline approaches, if I haven't done it yet, write to me. I might have forgotten. I might have other things going on. Write to me. Nag me. You have a license from me to do that. Because otherwise, otherwise what? Otherwise, I, I'll forget. 
or or something else will come into the picture and 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 it'll it'll take up my time now with lord it's not that way <laughs> commit your way to the lord <laughs> you we don't need to nag him as if he will forget as if he will forget as if something else will enter the picture and divert his attention and he won't have enough time or anything like uh, uh like that uh he will bring it to pass and he'll bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday your justice will not be somehow lost uh uh uh, uh lost uh, fret not yourself uh the bible says trust in the lord delight and commit and that brings us to verse 7 where he says rest uh rest the lord jesus says come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest uh jeremiah said in jeremiah chapter 6 and verse 16 look for the old paths at tariq al adimi look for the good way walk in it and you will find rest unto your souls raha li nufuskun isaiah says isaiah 28 and verse 12 this is the rest with which you cause the weary to rest with which you cause the weary to uh, rest rest in the lord rest in the things that relate to the lord uh rest in the fact that we know we know his message and that it is an unchanging message you know there are some people who preach one thing believe one thing one day and then the next week they're trying to figure out what else to believe and the third week and the fourth week and so on the lord jesus said whoever hears these sayings of mine do with them and liken him to what to someone who's trying to figure out where to build his house every week the man who builds his house upon the rock salvation by grace by faith christ died for our sins according to the scriptures he was buried and rose again the third day according to uh, the scriptures there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus the lord uh, is coming again to receive us unto himself that where he is there we may be also in the lord we have a stability in what we believe we also have a sense of contentment The Bible tells us that the Lord Jesus taught his disciples to say thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Paul says in Philippians 4, I'm so grateful to you for you and I'm so grateful to you for this gift that you have sent to me. Uh for this gift that you have sent uh to me. Now I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content and i know how to be abased ba'rif kif attada' wa ba'rif kif astafdal and i know how to abound i know how to abound 
because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens uh, me. Uh, who strengthens uh, me. Rest in the Lord, knowing, uh, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, uh, that he who has begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Rest in the Lord, knowing that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his, uh, according to, uh, his purpose. نحن نعلم أن كل الأشياء تعمل معاً للخير للذين يحبون الله الذين هم المدعوين بحسب قصده. Rest in the sense of submission. Uh, uh, it literally means to be silent before uh, uh, the Lord. Remember, Job said, Oh, if only I could find God, I would fill my mouth with arguments. And then the Lord appeared. And when the Lord appeared, uh, Job was actually silent. And when he spoke, he said very little. And he said it well. Uh, he said it well. Uh, Job 42, uh, uh, I know that you can do everything. No thought can be withheld from you. Uh, who hides counsel without knowledge? Me. I have uttered things that I understood not, things too wonderful for me which I did not know. Here I beseech you and I will speak. I have heard of you with the hearing of the ear. Now mine eye sees you, and I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. Uh, in dust and, uh, and ashes. To be silent before uh, uh, the Lord. Uh, this is uh, part of what we are thinking of. Also, waiting patiently, it's there in verse 7. Wait patiently for him. Do I have certain desires? Are they things which I want? Yes. Certainly, but all things can and should wait until the time when the Lord sees fit to give them, uh, to give them. Abraham and Sarah didn't wait, and they came up with the idea of Hagar and Ishmael. And that was not God's plan, and it didn't work out well. Uh, it didn't work out well. Uh, at one point, the people were supposed to go to war. There was a sacrifice that Samuel, the prophet, should offer. And Saul, the king, was worried. Samuel is not coming. Samuel is not coming. And so he took the offering and offered it himself, not his place, to do it. It was something that the prophet should do, not that the king should do. And Samuel showed up. And told them, what are you doing? Oh, the people, oh, the situation, oh, the circumstances. The Lord would have established your kingdom forever. But now your kingdom shall not continue. And the Lord will seek a man after his own heart. Habakkuk chapter 2 says that the vision is yet for an appointed time. A ru'ya ila 
لكن بالنهاية سوف تتكلم ولا تكذب In the end it will speak It will not lie Though it tarry Wait for it انطولت الرؤية انتظرها لأنها ستأتي اتيانا Because it will surely uh, come Don't be weary in well doing In due time you'll reap if you faint not Hebrews 10 and verse 36 You have need of patience تحتاجون إلى الصبر So that after you have done the will of God You will receive the promise حتى بعد ما تصنعوا مشيئة الرب تنالون الموعد James chapter 5 Be patient unto the coming of the Lord The farmer waits patiently for the rain اصبروا إلى مشيئة الرب مثل ما بيصبر الفلاح مثل ما بينتظر الشتي بالأوقات المعينة Rest in the Lord Wait patiently for him Do so with a spirit of hope بيروح فيها الرجاء الرجاء The Bible says Looking for the blessed hope منتظرين الرجاء المبارك مجيء الرب يسوع المسيح طيتوس الصحاح اثنين Colossians chapter 1 speaks of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven الرجاء الموضوع لكم في السماوات Colossians says chapter 1 and verse 27 Christ in you the hope of glory المسيح فيكم رجاء المجد رجاء المجد Look at 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 And verse 16, Thessaloniki 10, Ashaq 2, wa al-adad 16. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, who has loved us and has given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace, comfort your hearts. And establish you in every good work, a word and work. Uh, good hope through uh, uh, grace. Uh, remember Hebrews chapter 6 as well, Abranian city. Uh, and uh, reading from uh, uh, verse uh, 17, uh, Hebrews 6 17. Uh, wherein God, willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, the fact that he does not change, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things, the two unchanging things are the word of God and the oath of God. Kalimat al-Rab wa qasam al-Rab. That by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation. We who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters into that within the veil where the forerunner is for us entered. Even Jesus made a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Sometimes people use the dove in the story of Noah as uh, a symbol. As a symbol. The dove did not find for a certain time, did not find rest in 
the world. And so what did it do? It returned to the ark. It returned to uh, the ark. Rest in the Lord, uh, our verse uh, says. The Bible says in Jeremiah 32 and verse 40, I will make an everlasting covenant with them. And I will not turn away from them. Isaiah 54 and verse 10. The mountains shall depart. And the hills shall be removed. But my kindness will not depart from you. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, says the Lord, who has mercy on you. Rest in the love of the Lord, in his grace and mercy, in his holiness and righteousness, in his power and strength, in his faithfulness, in his wisdom, in his goodness. Rest in the Lord. The government is my shepherd. I shall not want. (laughs) Not so. The Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. Rest in the Lord. And wait patiently. The Bible says. For him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father. In these days and times when hearts are troubled, we pray that you would help us to fret not, but rather to trust in you, to delight in you, to commit unto you, and to rest in you, and to wait patiently for you. Help us to know that in all these things, your word says, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Help us to say with your servant Paul that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. We pray, Lord, that you would help us to remember that our rest is not in circumstances. Our rest is not in things around us being in one form or the other. Help us to remember that our rest is in the one who said unto us, Come unto me. All ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. We thank you because your word tells us that there remains a rest, a greater rest to come for the people of God. We thank you, Lord, because you want us in our hearts to be at peace as we look unto you and as we trust in you. We pray that you would increase our faith, that you would help us, Lord, to always turn unto you, to your word and your promises, to your truth, 
to your will. Help us to know we must trust in the Lord and do good. Help us to know that in all things you will prove to be faithful and loving. The Heavenly Father who feeds the birds of the air and who covers the lilies of the field with glory which Solomon himself did not know. Keep these things in our hearts and in our minds. Keep our hearts in your way. Our words, our works, our deeds, our ways. Keep them, Lord, in your will. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.